Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Shai Mahani, the co-founder and CEO of In-House Connect, a nationwide community of over 50,000 in-house counsel. Hi, Shai. How are you? I'm great, Ari. I'm recovering from a from little bout of the sniffles, but I feel good and I'm thrilled to be here today. Thank you for having me on. It's my privilege. I'm excited for this conversation. So tell us about your background and the genesis of In-House Connect. So my story and In-House Connect story are extremely intertwined. So I graduated law school in 2010, and it was a terrible time for new lawyers. And I was fortunate to get a state court clerkship in Morristown, New Jersey, my judge was in the matrimonial division, and that set me up for a career in matrimonial law, which I practiced for the next three years. I handled divorce, child support, alimony, baby mama drama, all of that good stuff. The problem is I hated practicing matrimonial law. Everything was terrible. The clients were terrible. The adversaries were terrible. And the pay was the most worst thing of all. So I was desperate to get out. And it was always my dream to work in-house in New York City. And it felt like a dream because I couldn't figure out a path from going to matrimonial law to in-house or working in-house. It just felt so unrealistic. But one day, a job post uh, popped up on my law school simplicity job board. It was uh, for a junior in-house counsel role at a tech startup. I looked up the company and lo and behold, a law school classmate was VP of legal there. I reached out to her, told her I was super interested, and she helped me get my foot in the door. So I ended up getting this job, which was a huge turning point in my life and my career and a story in and of itself. When I got the job, I went searching for an in-house uh, counsel networking group. In matrimonial, it's a very small world. The odds are you're going to interact with the same judges and with the same adversaries. So it was very much encouraged to meet and network regularly. So I took that lesson with me into this new career path. And as somebody new to the in-house world, I was very keen to meet people, to learn, and to get involved. With the power of Google, I found a free meetup group for in-house counsel called the New York In-House Counsel Meetup Group. The meetup met monthly. It was hosted by different law firms for free CLE and cocktail networking receptions. I joined. I loved it. I volunteered to organize events. I volunteered so much. I ended up running the group with the founder of the group. And ultimately, that group was rebranded and became what is now In-House Connect. How has the network grown under your tenure? It's because of COVID. For the first four years of In-House Connect, we were only in person, only in New York City. And it was great to meet in person, but we couldn't figure out how to grow nationally. When COVID hit, we pivoted virtual and we basically took what we were doing in person and we put it online. We would have a session and then we would have a networking through breakout rooms. We did a really great job of getting the word out on LinkedIn and through word of mouth. And um, these events got a ton of traction. We had people tuning in from all across the country. We had hundreds of people joining. We never had that kind of traction in person. 30 or 40 people in person is a great number, but certainly hundreds on Zoom was a very new um, phenomenon for us. So we decided to double down and invest more in this platform. We started to organize our own CLE webinars. So I hired somebody to handle CLE, and that was a major turning point. It's something I tried to avoid, but... I really wanted to delight and wow my audience and bring the best content to my audience. So we made the investment. It was hard at first, but it certainly paid off. And we just continued to grow and grow with each webinar that we did. 
Then we got attention from CLM companies, and I want to give a shout out to Lexion, who in particular was a tremendous partner to us in the beginning. They sponsored our webinars, and they helped us do more content and grow our audience. And it just it just went from there. We got new law firms to join and new tech companies to host webinars, and it just grew from there. That first year where we did webinars in earnest, we hosted over 60 webinars, we collected over 40,000 registrations and had over 19,000 attendees. And this year, we'll exceed over 60,000 registrations and are on pace for over 30,000 attendees. And it's crazy. And I think our success is that this idea that CLEs can be fun and enjoyable. I, I had this idea when COVID hit that what if there was a must-see CLE? What if the whole country is tuned into this one webinar all across? And everybody's asking, are you tuned into the In-House Connect webinar? Are you, did you see what happened on In-House Connect? And I had this kind of fun idea. So that's really what's been guiding me and what's been inspiring me. And I don't think CLEs have to be boring. CLEs can teach you essential skills that can make you better and help you grow in your career and, and help you reach the next step. There's definitely an element of that. And, and I like to joke, or maybe not so, maybe it's not such a joke, but I like to say that we aim to host CLEs that spark joy. So thank you, Marie Kondo, for that bit of inspiration. But that's really what it's all about. And that's uh, how I believe we've grown just over time, consistent webinars, word of mouth, and, and great reach on, on LinkedIn and, and social. What's the business model for In-House Connect? It's an interesting business model. There are a number of great organizations out there and we're and we have our own little way of doing business. So it's free to attend our webinars. Anybody can attend uh, realistically. So in-house counsel, legal ops professionals, um, we have contract managers, we have paralegals. You're all welcome to attend our events. The CLE is free. Our webinars are recorded and then they are put into a paid CLE library. So if you missed the, the live program, you can pay to watch them after the fact and that's with CLE credit. Otherwise, we monetize through sponsorships. And this is the fun and uh, and thrilling part of the business, although it's certainly thrilling and fun to engage with a wonderful audience of in-house counsel. Law firms and legal tech companies who are looking to reach more in-house counsel sponsor our webinars. And, and this allows them to amplify their thought leadership, raise their profile, and connect with hundreds of interested in-house counsel through the live webinars. And in-house counsel, we did a recent survey, and in-house counsel loves CLE webinars. They find them very valuable for staying on top of trends and learning new skills. And it's been just a great tool for business development for our sponsors. We want to provide great content, and, and we want to do more CLEs for our audience and certainly expand. And I have a lot of ideas on how to expand. But that's not going to happen if we don't provide value to the people, to the sponsors who are paying us to stay in business. So providing great value to our sponsors through great audiences and meaningful interactions with our audiences is, is something that is super top of mind. And luckily, we've had a lot of success. We have a lot of repeat uh, clients, a lot of strong partnerships, and, and it's really only the start of the beginning. How does In-House Connect differ from other organizations that serve the In-House Bar? First of all, we're free. It's super easy. We're free and very accessible to join. Most bar associations have a fee. We have to be a member to attend. We don't have that. So it's super easy and super accessible. The other thing is when you're on the webinar, we encourage you to network. We encourage you to, in to be interactive and engaging, frankly. So that's a very different take on CLE webinars. CLE, CLE webinars are typically 
quiet affairs, I would say, where one person is speaking for the duration of the um, of the webinar, and there's very little audience interaction. We really, we flipped that, and we really get our audience involved. We want you to ask questions. We want you to network with each other. And so at the beginning of every program, I encourage people to draft a blurb about themselves. Tell us who you are, where you're from, what you do, and include a link to your LinkedIn profile page if you're looking to connect with others. Thousands of people, literally thousands of people have done this and have connected offline and that has led to uh, meaningful networking opportunities. So each, there's a wonderful bevy of bar associations out there, of, of networking groups. And honestly, I love them all. And I think they're great. Um, because it's a lonely world out there and you could be an in-house counsel in a huge legal department and feel very isolated and alone. So I think it's wonderful. We just try and make our our content thrilling and exciting, career-focused, practical, and we really try and encourage our audience to engage with the content and network with each other. So we just execute. I think every networking group tries to do the same thing, but we just execute a little bit differently. What topics do you find to be most interesting for your audience? I would say there's there's a couple of buckets. Obviously, new and emerging trends are always going to be great draws. AI, you can put AI in anything and you'll get hundreds of people to tune in. That's a super hot topic. People want to know what's happening with AI. The other things we've learned is that foundational courses or foundational webinars, foundational CLEs are very well attended. So real estate foundations for in-house counsel, IP foundations, data privacy foundations for, for in-house counsel. These foundational topics are very well received. And I think it's because that most in-house counsel are generalists. And most in-house counsel often, unless you're a subject matter expert, which is a totally different thing, or just really focused on one area of the law, but the vast majority are not like that. Even your, your deputy general counsels, your general counsels, you're by and large, you're generalists. The commercial counsels, the contract attorneys are certainly generalists. So when you're a generalist, you don't get that specified or that specific training in that one area of the law. When there's an opportunity to tune into a CLE that's free, that is hosted by great thought leaders, I should add, we get great thought leaders to, to speak for us. It's a very unique opportunity, and we get a lot of people who tune in for those foundational programs. And we've had a lot of great success um, in that regard. And then generally, it's really interesting. We're, we're privileged to have such a big network so that really, I, I like to call it throwing spaghetti against the wall. Like I can pretty much pick any topic. I, I like to start with a sponsor, actually. I like to say, hey, law partner, what are you great at? What are your clients coming to you with questions about? What do you want to be a thought leader in? And then we can craft a webinar topic around that. We'll have enough people in the audience who are interested in your topic such that we can get hundreds of people to tune in just because there are people out there who have the similar problems that you're looking to talk about. So generally, emerging topics are super hot. Foundational topics are super hot. Certainly, most topics are still of interest to the audience, but it's not going to be hundreds and hundreds of people. It might be 100. Uh, it could be 120, which is still a lot of people to tune in. But we've had 400, 500, we had over 1,000 at one point. And I guess I would. there's one more key bucket of, of content, and that is contracts. People love contracts content. There's a lot of in-house counsel out there who just handle contracts and Odds are, if you're an in-house counsel, you're going to handle a contract regardless of what practice area you're in. So contracts is a hugely popular topic, and it's amongst our best attended uh, webinars are, are usually contracts. 
How do you see the role of the in-house lawyer evolving? I see it evolving a couple of things. I think this trend towards generalists is going to continue. I see more generalists out there. As companies try to cut costs, as try to shrink that legal department, you're going to see people get stretched into other departments. I see the role of in-house counsel evolving to be a more tech-friendly ally in the organization. In-house counsel love learning about artificial intelligence. There's a lot of legal tech solutions on the market that are um, of great interest to in-house counsel. There's AI solutions, there's CLM, there's matter management. There's a whole host of things that I'm forgetting, and forgive me if I'm forgetting, but there's a lot of technology out there that I think in-house counsel are eager to bring in and bring into their organizations. I think in-house counsel want to be want to be partners with the business. And it's interesting. There, there are lots of different in-house counsel out there who don't always get along with the business. So you can be a commercial attorney and you get along super well with the sales team. But if you're an HR, sometimes you have to butt heads with the with management. And I think there's a trend that in-house counsel want to be partners with the business. And part of that is becoming more sophisticated in terms of technology, in terms of business mindsets, and so on and so forth. And part of that is is content and training. And that's why I think webinars work so well and why In-House Connect has seen so much growth in a relatively short period of time. But very exciting times for in-house counsel and with the bevy of legal tech options out there and with the shifts in mindset towards being a more business-minded partner to the organization. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Shai Mahani, the co-founder and CEO of In-House Connect, a nationwide community of over 50,000 in-house counsel. Shai, thanks so very much. Thank you so much, Ari. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.